0: Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thank you so much for joining us. we got a ton to get to tonight. We're going to start with some breaking news just broke before we came on the air here. The Alabama governor, Kay Ivey, did sign the bill that essentially outlaws all abortions now in Alabama. So if a doctor were to perform an abortion, he and or she could potentially serve 99 years in prison. What's come out uh, since this bill has been going through the machination of the Senate there is that the person who sponsored it said, hey, they do want this bill passed. They're going to try, take it to the courts and get Roe v. Wade overturned. So this news just broke. If we get more information, we'll obviously update you throughout the show. Uh, All right, coming up here in just a few moments. I am so excited to share this with you tonight because we've got a bombshell report. As President Trump calls some of these people dirty cops. We've got some stunning news about how the DOJ has been sniffing out the dirty cops for a lot longer than we were aware of. Stick around for that bombshell report. And today is really the perfect time to share this bombshell report with you because right now today is National Peace Officer Memorial Day and also National Police Week this entire week so we want to start just by saying thank you to all the outstanding law enforcement officials that go out to protect and serve our communities each and every day we're going to get some of president trump's comments he was in dc and spoke today at the big event there in dc so we'll get to that in a moment we start tonight though with this the fargo police department and the fraternal order of police they held their law enforcement memorial day ceremony at lindenwood park today it's for the 24th year they've done this They gathered at the American Legion Memorial Fountain there remembering and honoring the families who are still grieving the loss of a loved one. In 2018, 163 law enforcement officers died in the line of duty. So in their memory, 163 US flags will stand in what's called a field of flags to honor the brave men and women who gave their life while serving. We honor especially your families who say goodbye each and every day and your families who know that there is no relief quite like the sound of that door opening at the end of another tour of duty. So again, thank you to all those people that uh, go out and protect our serve our local communities here. Law enforcement officers from across the country uh, also went to Washington, D.C. today to be honored for... The police Memorial Day there, President Trump was there to show his respect and share his gratitude for all those who have fallen while serving in the line of duty. Thousands of people filled the lawn there at the U.S. Capitol for this National Peace Officers Memorial Day. Uh, President Trump, he had a lot to say. We're going to play a couple different bits of that throughout the show today, but I want to share with you uh, where he shared his gratitude for our law enforcement officers. The ambushes and attacks on our police must end, and they must end right now. We believe that criminals who murder police officers should immediately, with trial, get the death penalty. But quickly, the trial should go fast. It's got to be fair, but it's got to go fast. In honor of the fallen, we pledge to always support their brothers and sisters in blue we stand firmly, strongly and proudly with the incredible men and women of law enforcement. I love seeing our president standing up for the men and women in blue, the men and women that go out to protect and serve our communities, put their lives on the line every single day. I think the White House tonight is going to be lit up in the color blue, so be sure and look for that. Um, The president also in his speech today touched on to build the wall. Uh, He's going to be releasing a new immigration plan tomorrow, so we're going to share some of his comments from today about that uh, later in the show. But as we've talked about here, we all know, we all know there are good outstanding cops, law enforcement officials, and that's why President Trump today was there to pay tribute to the good outstanding cops. We've also heard President Trump talk of as of late, especially with this Russia, Russia, Russia investigation that unfortunately there are some dirty cops too. There's some of them out there. And tonight we've got a bombshell report on what's happening right now, which beginning to unravel for some of these dirty cops. All right, on Monday, there was the big bombshell report from Fox News. If we can bring this graphic up, please, that Attorney General Bill Barr had assigned a U.S. attorney from Connecticut. That gentleman's name is John Durham. Remember that name, John Durham. But remind you, this was Monday night. So just a couple days ago, this was like this big bombshell report that John Durham was going to look into uh, what initiated this Trump surveillance situation. Into the Trump campaign. So remember, that was a couple days ago. Big bombshell, John Durham. Well, I want to share this with you. This is a actual testimony of former FBI counsel Jim Baker in front of the House Oversight Committee. If we can bring this up, please. But I want you to notice the date here on the bottom of your screen. You'll see this is from Wednesday, October 3rd, 2018. So clearly, this was. Months ago, my friends, testimony from Jim Baker, October 3rd, 2018. I'm going to share with you just a little short excerpt from this actual testimony from October 3rd of 2018. And please look for a particular name as I share this with you. This is uh, Mr. Jim Jordan saying, hey, just to clarify for us, your counsel advising Mr. Baker not to answer that question because of, not because of its classified, Not because of any classification concerns, but because there's an ongoing investigation by whom? Now, Mr. Levin here, the second person, that is Jim Baker's attorney sitting here in this testimony in the House Oversight Committee. Mr. Levin says, well, there's an investigation essentially by the Justice Department. Mr. Jordan, I mean, is the Inspector General looking at this or is this? No, it's Mr. John Durham, a prosecutor, Mr. Levin says. Mr. Jordan tries to throw him a sort of a, a lifeline. You mean Mr. Huber? No, Durham, Durham. Oh, say it again. Mr. Levin, John Durham. October 3rd, 2018. We were told the Big Bomb Show was just a couple days ago. We're going to explain what exactly this testimony translates to you sitting at home means. Join us tonight. She's got over 20 years of experience with the intelligence community. Actually used to work with. We have talked about her before. I keep saying TikTok. TikTok to former CIA director John Brennan, Tori Morris Linderman. Tori, thanks so much for your time and your insight tonight. So for the average person sitting at home like myself, how do you translate what is being done here in this testimony from months ago and the fact that John Durham's name was essentially brought up in this testimony? How should I interpret that today?
1: Well, the first things first, like any journalist, we always want to get the story out. But when news broke that Attorney General Barr had appointed this prosecutor to look into the origin of this uh, Russia investigation, I immediately said, "Uh, no, that's been going on for a while. This is why we had intelligence committee hearings, et cetera. He didn't appoint him. Maybe he re-anointed him or something. But this was done a long time ago. And I was under the impression that Whitaker had chief of staff to the attorney. General, Jeff Jeff Sessions, he would be selecting the prosecutors that will be pursuing any investigations. Uh, So this was pretty awesome. I was really glad that Doug Collins, like I've told people before, you need to look at Doug Collins and see what he reveals. Today, he dropped this part one of this testimony, which proves what I've been saying for a while, that Comey and Baker are hand in hand. And unfortunately, in order to get Comey's indictment announced. Because Comey, from what my sources say, was uh, underwent a grand jury hearing in the state of Iowa. Um, Baker is-, is undergoing it through the state of Connecticut. And then they get transferred to the Eastern District of Virginia, where they get announced.
0: And I think what's interesting to note is where was Mr. Whitaker from? Played football there. Was a U.S. attorney there? The state of Iowa. Just want to bring that up. But here, here's my question for you, because there's been so many leaks throughout this entire situation is what we'll call it. My question for you is why, why did it finally get announced? Why did it drop Monday night? Why did something like this not get leaked sooner?
1: Well, in the intelligence community in general, when, uh, you're going to be getting someone that's a uh, higher ranking than you in trouble, there's a courtesy notice, especially when a lot of people are being implicated. And so this is kind of like a cue for those that are implicated, those that are sitting senators, those that are sitting congresspersons, those that are still within the FBI, CIA, or DOJ that have not come forward to confess or believe that their position or activities in this may be obfuscated or omitted. Uh, it gives them the chance to step down and s- step up and do the right thing rather than be taken down.
0: So by doing the right thing you say like what we're seeing now with potentially Rod Rosenstein and many of these Pat. I said last night, they're starting to scurry like rats and flip on each other. Would that be considered doing the right thing As some of these people started to flip?
1: Well, like I said, it's going to be serious fun to watch each each of them cannibalize each other, and that's exactly what we're we're, we're observing. Uh, Comey obviously is on an apology tour, trying to make himself look like a patriot for breaking the law and leaking information. Uh, and so there's the camp FBI slash DOJ, and then there's the IC community, which stands for intelligence community. You see Clapper and Brennan now kind of throwing the FBI and the DOJ under the bus. And then you've got the FBI kind of not giving any blanket uh, you know, blame yet just to say, we've done everything right. And Baker's in a lot of trouble. Because remember, Baker was Comey's attorney. He was counsel. And he himself had to sign off on that FISA warrant application. And he had to justify that everything in there seemed legit. And I'm just going to say something that the average Joe listening to you now can understand. In the dossier, it said said that they would pay, the Russians were paying Americans through the Russian consulate in Miami. There's no Russian consulate in Miami. I mean, how much more fiction can you get? (laughs) These are simple things. I mean, that's a red flag right there where you say, I'm sorry, that doesn't really exist. And um, so Comey and Baker go together because they both leaked and they were both responsible into verifying that dossier that was actually used for the FISA warrant. But as it is developing, it seems to be that it was an inside job, the manufacturing of it and the hiring of steel from people that are still possibly in the Senate
0: which I'm going to get to that in just a moment, but I want to back up for another another second because you talked about, uh, hey, watch Collins. Watch Doug Collins. He's the ranking member on the House Judiciary Committee because he released some of this stuff today that you mentioned. But also I think I've seen Representative Matt Gates say, hey, look, we've, we've voted to release, I think it's 50 testimonies. I don't remember the exact people that it's on. Maybe you do. But why are those testimonies that they voted to release and make public not being made public?
1: Well, you don't take down... Uh, someone that is that corrupt and deeply embedded in government, either that be on a local level or federal level, head on. You let them pull their own down. And this is part of that tactic. Uh, There's a saying that President Trump is the best news salesman, right? These people are hanging themselves with the way they're responding and where they're searching. So you release information when you know that chapter has closed. And the fact that Doug Collins has now released this information means that maybe even tomorrow, I hope not Friday, because usually when you drop things on Friday, they get buried, we will see the indictments of former disgraced Director Comey and James Baker come to fruition and
0: be announced. Let me ask you this, because you're obviously making a major claim here that you're saying, hey, a former FBI director Liar and leaker Jim Comey has been indicted. How, how do you how do you know that? How do you say that with such certainty?
1: If I tell you, I have to kill you. No, <laughs> oh, it's not just me. It's everyone. Even Governor Huckabee said, Gitmo is now being called Comey Island." We're all waiting for it. That has already been done. The grand jury was done in Iowa. Uh, you know, there's so many states around the nation. I could just pull up the numbers quickly. In North Dakota right now, we have 510 sealed indictments. The average amount of sealed indictments the state of North Dakota has is like two.
0: Folks, there you have it. The dirty cops are starting to scurry. And I just mentioned there with Tori about uh, what was happening with Representative Matt Gates and all these transcripts and, and testimonies that have not been released. That's because of DNI Director, Director of National Intelligence, Dan Coats. And you're talking about testimony from uh, Comey, Clapper, Brennan, all the people we have been saying that for quite some time that are going to probably eventually, unless they start to flip like Rod Rosenstein has, they're going to end up in orange jumpsuits. So watch what begins to transpire. You can see things leaking out now. But I think it's a fascinating conversation from the standpoint that we were all told, hey, Bill Barr initiated, appointed John Durham. And clearly you can see from, you know, under oath testimony, he's been now sniffing out the dirty cops for quite some time. All right, we've got a limited amount of time, but I do want to share this with you real quickly. Uh, President Trump is going to be releasing a new immigration plan tomorrow. It's going to be much more about merit-based plan, sort of build America. He's going to look at immigrants and say, okay, What's your educational situation? How well do you speak English? Are you coming here for actual employment? Do you have an opportunity to do that rather than think about this for a minute? We, we want to make America great again, right? You want to go out there. You want to build the absolute best football, basketball, hockey team on the planet. Are you going to take just any Joe Schmo, Tom, Dick, or Harry on your team? The answer, of course, is no. And yet here's what we're doing as a nation right now. We bring in a million immigrants a year, Okay. Only 140,000 of those immigrants are determined by some sort of merit-based, educational, occupational program. The rest of them, meaning over 900,000, come here because of either familial ties, maybe they're refugees, uh, maybe it's that visa lottery program. I talked to this about a moment ago, chain migration. Look, some of those things I understand, I get. But it's not how you would draft a football team, is my point. So President Trump's going to try to change the window there and say, look, we want more immigrants. We need more immigrants. We've got issues now with employment opportunities. But if we're going to do this, we want to make sure we're bringing in the absolute best possible people to build America, to make America great again. So more on that for you tomorrow night.